1: This episode is brought to you by LegalZoom.com. Visit LegalZoom.com to save on your legal needs like wills for $69, LLCs for $99 plus filing fees, and also get access to a network of legal plan attorneys for guidance. LegalZoom is not a law firm but provides self-help services at your specific direction. Enter discount code Allison for more savings at LegalZoom. That's discount code Allison. Hello, my little radishes. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday episode of Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend. We're all here. Hello, Gary. What's up?
2: You called an audible on the carb.
1: I know. I said to, to Jenna right before, I said, I'm going to go radishes.
2: I'm not sure how I feel about that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think you need to be.
1: Were you looking? You were looking forward to the other one. Should, I, was. I mean, should I just reveal it or should I use it next week? You can't burn
3: gold like that. I
1: know, I know because also Chris was like, ooh, I have one, an idea for one too. And I'm jotting them all down. They're not really
3: ideas, they're guesses.
1: Yeah. Oh, 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 that's oh, right. Oh, you're trying to that's, guess? That's what we're doing. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize you're trying to guess what I'm going to come out with.
3: One well, of these days, I'm going to get right.
1: <laughs> I find that doubtful. Anyway, hi, Gary. Hi, Allison. Hello, Matt. Howdy. Hello, Chris. Chris,
3: or is it Daniel?
1: I know. So I've been getting and hello Jenna. Hello. I've been getting so many tweets from and comments from people saying that you and Daniel have the same voice, and Daniel has been getting them too, uh, and I'm assuming you've been getting them too. Countless. Do you think it but none of us comments. think think it's true except that when I listened back I did kind of hear it. Oh. No. I'm closing my eyes now and I'm going to listen to you talk and see if I think you're Daniel. Keep talking.
3: Allison, I love you. I'm glad I'm married to you. Isn't Oliver doing something cute right now?
1: <laughs> I mean, n- <laughs> well, you nailed him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the emotion behind his words—it it did feel like Daniel said it. Those are his vows, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. I can hear the same vocal quality. It's a, there's a similar quality. It's not the, you don't. It's not the same delivery, really. Mm-hmm. But there is. Well, he yeah. There's sort of a similar thing. I mean, did you hear? Do you did you hear it at all?
3: No. But I don't. I don't know what I sound like. In my head, I sound totally different than when I when, what I really sound like to you guys. Probably, or when yes, I hear a recording. Yes, he had, he had that same
1: experience as well. Um, he thinks he sounds totally different than. Huh. Does everyone have that? See, I used to have that. <laughs> I just hear myself <laughs> so much that I don't have that. Actually, actually, when I first lost that was, you know, I worked for years as a journalist and I would tape record interviews and then I'd have to listen to them. Uh, To transcribe them. And at the beginning, it was this horrendous thing of like, oh, my God, is that what I sound like? And then eventually I just got used to it and now it doesn't bother me. I think I sort of had to get that way. But where are you guys with hearing yourself?
0: It took me a while to be able to hear my own voice, Um, but then everyone tells me that I have podcast voice. So I don't know if the audio that I'm hearing when I listen back on myself is actually – how Please I stop sound. saying
2: everyone tells you like
0: it's some kind of alleged thing. <laughs> Everybody is coming up to me on the streets and talking to me about this. About your
1: podcast voice? Exactly.
0: I think it takes everyone a while to get used to your podcast voice, not just you.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. For me, when I hear your podcast voice, that's not what your voice sounds like so in there my you head. Go. So I,
0: I still don't know what I actually sound like because every time I've spoken out loud, it's, it's been in podcast voice. It's, it's
1: similar to the way you're speaking now. Is it? I feel is like it? No. <laughs> it's like,
0: uh, you know, you do you meet those girls who you... Who dye their hair
3: so much? And they ask, them, "What's your natural hair color?" And they say, "Oh, oh I, don't I don't even know, know anymore. anymore."
1: Yeah. It's
3: like, how do you not know?
1: But Jenna, is that that's not how you are, are you? Uh,
4: no, because I used to sing all the time, and then I would have to hear back the singing. I meant about your hair. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were still on the voice we thing. We are,
1: but then we. <laughs> I know that you dye
4: your hair. I don't even know what my hair color. Actually, if you look at my hair in four weeks, everybody knows what my hair <laughs> <laughs> color is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you're good with hearing your voice as yeah, well. Yeah, well, you yeah. because
4: you do voiceover and you have it, such yeah. a good voice. Oh well, thank you. Great voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, I've, yeah, hearing it it's vocal. Ugh. You just get used to it. I'm the same with you, Gary.
2: I'm. It's certainly not as jarring to me anymore because I do hear my voice a lot more. But it's, I don't sound the same as I sound in my head. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'll ever get over that.
1: Have you guys had the experience where you see a photo and for a second you think it's you and then you realize it's not, it's someone else? Like that is a very, it's one thing when you sound like someone else, but it's another when you think you see yourself.
2: Yeah. Watching Ray Donovan was hard on me.
0: Uh.
1: (laughs) Everyone tells you. (laughs) All right. So I have been dying to get in here and to catch up with everyone. I know that Matt has some personal news that I want to talk about. I want to tell you guys about the wedding. Um, So I am married, and... um, Hey,
2: congratulations. Thank
1: you. Thank you very much. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It was was different than I expected. Um, The actual wedding itself was, like, it went well. It wasn't like it was, everything went off the rails, and holy shit, and, you know, things went wrong, and nothing like that happened. However, emotionally... It was not the experience that I wanted it to be. Um, And now that I've started talking about that a bit, like I just wrote a a column about that and people have been emailing me and telling me about their experiences, which has been really – it's made me feel a lot better. Um, I think maybe that's just the case. I just think maybe my expectations were too high. I I grew up hearing my mom talk about how she was numb on her wedding day. Like she was numb. She doesn't remember it. Her – Um, You know, she had all these pins in her hair, and normally things in her hair bother her, but she didn't even feel that. Her shoes were two sizes too small. Like, that's how numb she was. And so Mm -hmm. my thing was, well, you know, she was 12 when she got married. Not really, but she was. I think she was like 22 or 23 or something. Um, And, you know, I think I had this idea that if I plan it right and if I get myself in the right headspace, I can be in the moment and I can enjoy the wedding. And it was like... I, that was kind of the wrong way to go about it as well. This, with this, like, white knuckled, like I'm going to control the experience so much that I can. Because I was like, and you know, I would hear people say, "Oh, you're not even going to taste the food, and you're not going to do this." And it's like, no, I haven't eaten for six weeks before the wedding. I am going to taste all the food. <laughs> not really, but I mean, I just felt like I want to because ex- cause we were paying for so much of it, and it's like we're so old, and I just I wanted to experience every bit of it, and um, it it just. I mean, a a lot of things happened. I'm I'm still trying to figure out why was my feeling about it so different than the way it looked on the outside. And the funny thing is that people said to me, you're not going to remember how it looks. You'll remember how you feel. And what I thought that meant was if you're happy, you won't care if the flowers don't look how you want. But what that really means is if everything can be... Super beautiful, but if you're not feeling a certain thing, like, that's what you're going to remember. Because it turned – I mean, it was – the it was the flowers were so – I mean, I didn't even see the flowers down the aisle and, and at the vow site. I only saw them in photos afterwards. But, like, they were so beautiful and the lanterns and the trees and everything was so beautiful. But I just felt just like um, – I don't even know how to put into words what I felt. Just just not happy and stressed about the fact that I wasn't happy because it's going to go by so fast and you only do this once and I'm not in the moment and how do I get in the moment and blah, blah, blah. Um, so the first thing is rehearsal was at 4 o'clock on Friday and I get this call at 2 o'clock from my dad saying that they've just left. They left Orange County to drive up to Santa Barbara on Friday at 2. There's no way they're going to be there at 4. And his his attitude about it was kind of like Adam talks about Lynette walking through the door, like, um, you know, picked up the food. I forgot the thing you wanted. Sorry about that. Anyway, like that kind of like this is how it is. And here we go. Um, my dad is a very, very punctual person. My mom is not a punctual person. And this has been a tension in their marriage for the entire time I've been alive and before I've been alive. I think that he was just – think i th- I'm sure he was upset about the fact that they were late. But he was just like, we're going to be late. See you when we get there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So that – I was just like, okay. And I think that's when I began to feel like, oh, here we go. <sighs> By the time they show up an hour late to the rehearsal, now we don't have that much time to go through the rehearsal because we've got the rehearsal dinner coming up. And we just – I was so kind of – I don't know. Like, I was sort of already in a state over that. And, like, when they showed up, they were so harried. And I just – it was the kind of thing where I felt like I couldn't say, hey, what the fuck? Um, and I've just realized that in life when I can't say, hey, what the fuck, that be, that's when I begin to almost, like – Feel estranged from myself, or, or I think that's kind of the definition of trauma. Is not that this was a trauma, small level it was, but when you when something happens and you're not allowed to have a reaction to it, that is, I think, uh, the, kind of the definition of, of something that's traumatic. So that happened, and then like we were trying to figure out. You know, how am I going to enter? How am I going to walk down the aisle? And I just, I wish I could go back and think more about those decisions. But I think that I was so, like, my brain was already in a million places that I was just like, "Eh." I didn't, I didn't like, quote unquote, excuse this phrase, honor those decisions enough. Because those are important decisions. How I'm going to walk down the aisle, where I'm going to go, how I'm going to feel. Like, that's a big thing. And instead I was just like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. Not really thinking about it. So then uh, the rehearsal dinner was supposed to start. At six thirty, and like we'd have drinks from six thirty to seven, and then sit at seven. I get a call from my mom at six ten saying they're going to be late to the dinner because they just got to their room, and I say, "Okay, you'll be there by seven, right?" She's like, "Oh yeah." (laughs) Cut to we're at the dinner, and um. They're not there by 7. And so then... So I had to keep pushing it back because they kept wanting to seat us and I had to keep pushing it back because I don't know why. Like, I was really enjoying... You know, seeing like my brother because that—that's where I saw everyone for the first time at this little thing at the the drinks that were on the patio of where we were having dinner. Um, and my brothers were there who who I hadn't seen in a while, and my nieces, and um, you know, Daniel's dad and Daniel's mom and well, I had seen Daniel's mom at rehearsal, but anyway, so I was enjoying that, and I just I didn't want to sit down and have it be so apparent that my parents are so late, so I kept pushing it, but at a certain point, the venue was kind of like. They're like, okay, but you'll still be, we still have to stick with the 1030, like out time. I'm like, oh yeah, that's fine. So I don't know what time they finally got there after 730. So everything had gotten pushed. Um, so by that point I was like, I don't want to say I was, I wasn't seething, but I was like, what is the meaning? Like, what is the meaning of this? What's going on? Why did this happen? And it wasn't the kind of thing where my mom ever came up to me and was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, but honey, I'm here for you now. My mom doesn't have those words in her vocab, but, like, that wasn't even the vibe. Um, it was just – I don't know. I'm sure, I'm sure she felt really bad and didn't – I think because she fe- – I think she felt bad and felt ashamed, and so she didn't want to address it, but, like, that's not <clears throat> the way I think one should handle that, really. So that – I just felt, like, kind of, like, okay, what's, what's coming around the bend? Like, What's next? Are they going to be on time for the wedding? Are they – and here – okay. So I realized the energy and the vibe I needed on the wedding day as I was getting ready would be the one you'd find at, like, we're going to teach a special needs three-year-old how to do gymnastics. (laughs) A lot of patience, (laughs) a lot of approval, a very calm environment. Everyone focused on the goal. Yay! you look so pretty. Oh, you do oh,
3: good girl.
1: That's what I needed. Instead, what I got was like what you'd imagine on a set. If you're filming a movie about a wedding and I was like a bit player who was hired to be the bride, but they are paying me scale. And it was more important that they get everything done on time. And like, they have to appease the producers. Like I wasn't even treated as talent
0: oh, for shame.
1: I know. Um, So I, it was really I don't I still don't understand why this happened but I felt like both the makeup and the hair person at a certain point just kind of lost patience less the make less the makeup person but kind of lost patience with me and I know that I can be indecisive but I feel like On your wedding day when you're the bride and you're paying a lot, like, aren't they supposed to basically do whatever you ask? Yeah. Shut up and
0: cut my fucking hair.
1: Yeah. So the – and like (laughs) – You do get
0: your hair cut on your wedding day, right? (laughs)
1: Well, actually, actually, I had hair extensions in and she cut them when they were on. So the bathroom floor was just coated with bits of hair and and I had my period. So there were like – undergarments that had been washed and were like hanging off the knobs in the bathroom. It was like a box of tampons. There was all this, there's towels on the floor because housekeeping hadn't come that day because it was so early. And then there's bits of hair everywhere. And I'm like walking in and out of this thing later. It got all over my wedding, not, not that there was period on my wedding dress, but there was like hair all over my wedding dress. And it was just, that was not the, and then there's a photographer in there snapping shots. And I, act, I mean, I literally said to her, you're not getting the underwear and tampon box. Are you? <laughs> and she was taking shots before my makeup was on all the way, which I just – for someone who's like, I want to put on lipstick before we take a shot at this this studio here for the podcast, that was like – it just made me feel very – um like, what is happening right now? <laughs> and so oh, – oh, yeah. So then with the – I realize I sound like I'm – I am nitpicking. But the makeup artist wanted me to choose a lipstick color ahead of time. So I did. And so then she put on the lipstick and I looked in the mirror. I'm like, this looks, this is, looks really dark. She's like, oh, which one did you want? And I told her, and she's like, oh, I grabbed the wrong one. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. And then she told me that that ship had sailed because it was like we were getting pretty close to when I needed to come out. So and she's I, dead. What do you mean?
3: Oh, I don't know. To you, me? Yeah.
1: Um, well, No, because she was actually very nice. But however, she kept trying to like reorient my thoughts to what the meaning of the date, like the big oh, picture and all this. Gross. Which is... And honestly, at the time, I kind of appreciated it because at least she was, like, trying to sort of be there for me emotionally. Sure. Sure. But I do feel like – don't reorient my thoughts away from the job that you're specifically hired to do. And I – I I, I hate that I can be pushed around, but in high-stress moments, I'm – it's very easy to push me around. And so I'm just like, okay, she told me that ship has sailed, whatever. But now for the next 80 million years, <laughs> I probably won't live that long. Whenever I look at the photos of the ceremony, I'm going to be like... Oh, look at my <laughs> lipstick! It's really dark. It's darker than I wanted. It reminds me of when I used to wear that color in the '90s during the phase when everyone thought I was goth, even though I wasn't goth. Um, so, but I mean that that was a small thing, but it just sort of spoke to the the greater feelings of it all. Um, and then
3: we can fix him post, anyways.
1: He's a lipstick. Oh, yeah. yeah, we yeah. can lighten it. So, yeah, I don't know. Um... And then the walk down the aisle – so my dad is is old and has – can't walk long distances without being in pain. So the where the ceremony was, it was like up a few steps on this grass lawn, and there was a lower level of the grass lawn. So he was going to sit in a chair um, sort of right abo- uh, above the steps, and then I would meet him, and then we'd go down the aisle. And then – There was a debate about, like, would my mom walk with me or would my mom just be there and I would meet them. I was – I didn't want to give my mom extra things to not show up for. So – which I don't know if that was the right decision or not. That was just a snap decision because I was like, I don't – I don't want to – I don't want this to keep happening. So I'll meet you here. Um, I wish I had, like, come out from behind a tree. But instead, I walked from this house – Hacienda thing uh, to, like – down the lawn so that everyone could see me. And then I met up with my parents and then I went down the aisle. But what that meant was, in essence, I walked myself down the aisle and I was in the the hacienda alone for, it felt like a while. It probably wasn't very long, but I think there's a reason that someone walks you down the aisle. And I don't, th- I don't know how often the bride is alone right before that moment. Um, and I don't think of myself as someone who can't be alone, but in that in that moment, I really felt like uh, I feel very alone. And walking down the aisle, I really felt like I'm walking. I'm walking myself down the aisle. What's going on? Um, Daniel said that it seemed like a choice, and, and in a way, it's like beautiful, which is fine. If it had been a choice, I wish it was a choice. Um, instead, it just kind of reflects my my feeling about the day. And then, so for some, the ceremony started like 20 minutes late, which. I have driven the people that I've talked to about it. I've driven them insane trying to find out why this happened and I'm sure everyone's just like, "Let it go. Who cares?" But I still don't I still do not understand where the miscommunication happened. But it somewhere between like the wedding coordinator and the the hotel wedding coordinator something happened where the golf cart was supposed to pick me up at this time. Which was 10 minutes earlier than the guests were supposed to be seated, but they wanted to wait till the guests were. I don't know. I do not understand. I don't understand how it happened, but somehow that happened late, which it doesn't really matter, except that the venue was up our ass about everything being off schedule for the rest of the night. Like, I was in the bathroom after the ceremony, like, literally in the bathroom, and all of a sudden there's just like a banging on the door, and I'm like, I'm in here. The, and she's like, "We need to know your entree choice <laughs> again. Not a huge thing, but shouldn't yeah. I feel like shouldn't someone have shielded me from that?" And then even during yeah. the toast, someone's like, "Okay, we have time for one more quick toast." And I and so then after that toast, my brother stood up because he wanted to say something. He's like, "I just want to say something really fast," and I'm like, "No, please, like whoever wants to speak, please speak, like." The, the toasts are more important than than the risotto coming out on time. And can't that can't they happen at the same time? I don't <laughs> understand. Um, so I also sort of feel like it's like I was putting on a play that had three or four main roles or something, and I elected my um, family to play those big roles, and then no one showed up on opening night. And instead, there were all these people who I could have cast and that would have been better. And I realize this is an obtuse metaphor. What I mean to say is I didn't have a bridal party. I didn't have a ton of friends there. I didn't have all this stuff like I just really stripped it back to like it's just like my mom and my dad and my sister, my brothers, um and that made it so that when some people didn't show up or when they were sort of Oh, I know. This is my other metaphor from before. The idea that um, that we're putting on a movie of a wedding and I've been, hi- been hired to play the bride and I decided I'm going to bring my mom along for moral support. But it turns out she has a couple lines and so all she's going to be thinking about are her lines. <laughs> I really should have brought my manager or something. Um, yeah. So I realized I sound like a baby. Um, and so anyway, that night... I ended up crying. So we get back to the hotel room and, you know, our wedding night. And I just end up crying on Daniel's shoulder because – You're so happy. Right. (laughs) (laughs) No, because it was like – at this point, I still couldn't really even put it into words because I was still like, it was such a beautiful day filled with so much love that other people noticed. But I can't feel a little – entirely like, why do I feel this way? And it's only afterwards I started looking at things. I'm like, oh, yeah – because all this shit ha it was so chaotic beforehand. I felt pushed around. Um I I was braced for, you know, something big to happen that was going to bum me out. I didn't really feel like people were protecting me and that's why I felt that way. But at the time I still felt like I don't I don't understand why. And I hate that feeling when like my when there's there isn't um consistency between my emotions and like the actual reality of a situation. Um and it's a situ- like since I've been a little kid, it's something that I've experienced, which is a whole bunch of people can be like smiling and hey nah and I if there's some subterranean thing happening though, emotionally, that's what I pick up on. and I've allowed people to kind of talk me out of it my whole life like, oh, you're you know, oh, I'm just moody or I'm just this or I'm just whatever. um and I don't think I am. I think that I actually am just pretty keen and pretty, I'm pretty good with perceiving things, and sometimes that makes other people uncomfortable, so they would rather be like, no, here's the reality that we want you to believe, and then it's like, no, you're lying to me. Um, anyway, though, you know what's not lying to you? <laughs> Hulu.com. In fact, sometimes I just want to escape all this reality, and that is why uh, I would go to Hulu Plus. Excuse me, I misspoke. You know Hulu.com, but Hulu Plus is so much more. With Hulu Plus, you can watch your favorite shows anytime, anywhere. Hulu Plus puts thousands of hit TV shows and movies in your living room, or you can watch them on the go with your smartphone or tablet. With Hulu Plus, you can watch your favorite shows like New Girl, Once Upon a Time, Dancing with the Stars, Scandal, this movie that I feel like I made about my wedding, even though it doesn't exist yet. Uh, The Good Wife, Law & Order SVU. You can also check out exclusive content, including Hulu originals like The Wrong Man's and Behind the Mask, which is Hulu's new docuseries that takes you inside the world of sports mascots. Um, For only $7.99 a month, you can catch up on current shows, binge on old favorites, or catch a great movie. Stream as many TV shows and movies as you want, wherever you want. And right now, you can try Hulu Plus free for two weeks when you go to HuluPlus.com forward slash Allison. And that's a special offer for my listeners. Make sure you use HuluPlus.com forward slash Allison so you get the extended free trial or click on the hulu plus banner on my my website um and if you either either if you go to huluplus.com forward slash Allison or click on the banner on my website they'll know that we sent you and then they'll love me and if you heard the story i just told you know i'm in need of love so go there right now for your extended two-week free trial um we watch hulu plus all the time at home and also on the go i recommend it it is good for entertainment Okay. Anyway, back to my sad story. Um, I feel I feel like I sound like a, a whiny uh, baby. Can I no. ask
0: who who was your wedding planner?
1: Yeah, because that's totally hearing her. Hearing your
0: story, I feel like I want to write her a letter and be like, "You fucked up my friend's wedding."
1: Seriously. I, okay, I have been. Daniel and I have talked about this because I we've talked about like whether I should let her know yes. that I did not. Feel like I had a good wedding. Why
0: don't you let her boss know? Does she have a boss? I think she is her boss. <laughs> let her.
4: It is unfortunate know. that she wasn't more aware of all I'd of these things. Drop a Yelp
0: things. review on her ass for yeah. sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that. That to me, that's every every complaint that you brought up. It all goes back to this wedding planner. Well,
1: I've wondered what do what like what role do wedding planners normally play? Because the part of like. Trusted confidant, semi-therapist. She definitely didn't do that. Well, that's what JLo Lo did in the wedding planner. Yeah. Really? I she didn't was, want to say it.
4: She was very emotionally there for her bride. If only I had seen that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Everybody needs to see the wedding planner. Everybody. <laughs> well,
2: listen. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the answer to you and Dennis or you and uh, Daniel's conversation about
1: or Dennis. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> it's okay.
2: Sorry, I was just doing an email to a guy named Dennis, um, but. I think that I, – I wasn't kidding about, like, the Yelp review or, like, spreading that around. Like, I feel like that's only fair. I, I mean, I'm there not – There are
1: certain things about the – like, not just – certain things about a lot of things where I feel like someone should know this. Like, but, someone should be warned about this aspect of this thing.
2: But, I mean, it's like – I think it's a, a fairly binary thing. It's like a wedding planner either e- – either you feel like you had the perfect wedding or you don't. And if you don't, then she failed at her job.
1: Are there people who feel like they have the perfect wedding? Yes. Really? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Because all I keep hearing is, but of course these are the people who are going to speak sure. to me sure. because sure. I've been putting it out there, is like people who felt like it just didn't meet their expectations.
2: No, that's, I know not. plenty of people okay. who think they had their Surrey book wedding.
1: Really? Yeah. <sighs> My wedding no. was like, I
4: had the ups and the downs. So I, there, the part about your parents not being on time frustrates me. <clears throat> for you because that would kind of break my heart a little bit. Yes,
1: but then, okay, it did. But then I felt like, oh, I felt this, this wave of, oh, just get over it. Which I don't, I don't, like that's an internalization of my parents' voice in my head. Yeah, And my dad said something to me. I'm not going to say what he said, but he said
4: something to me at my wedding that hurt my feelings pretty badly. And that was the, like a low point at Mm. my, on my wedding day because I did get emotional and I felt like. I needed to just, Oh, get over it, you know? Yes. And, um, my, I think it was my, yeah, my sister, she had kind of a rough wedding day too. Cause I remember all, I had four older siblings who got married before I did. And I remember their weddings and they had some things. I know, especially my sister had some stuff that she was pretty sad about on her wedding day too. And I remember my sister being like, you need to go cry and just do it. Just leave the room and go cry by yourself and then come back when you're ready. And I was like, okay. And I just left for a while, so I did appreciate that. And I'm that's what I, I feel for you because you needed someone to say that to
1: you. Like you well, need to just like when I was sitting in the alone chair, figure this out. Yeah. yeah, when I was sitting in the makeup chair, I was thinking that I feel I don't feel like I have anyone. Like there's I don't feel like I have anyone here for me. And but I was thinking about like the lessons I've learned in therapy, which is like, but I need to be that good mother to myself. And I was like. What does, you know, like, I'm going to check in with myself. How am I feeling? Like, don't just, don't just sleepwalk through this. How are you feeling? And then I started crying. So I don't know that checking in with myself helped me in that moment. Sure. Sure. And <laughs> you know, crying. that's different for everybody. I but... mean, it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what I needed was someone to help me kind of get out of that. I needed and the cheerleader. What yeah. I didn't realize, what I did not realize is how much Daniel is a buffer against all of this stuff. Having him there would have helped that would have gone against the whole we're getting ready in separate places thing. Huge. But then also um, my friend Trevor, who was our officiant, who did a great job. Um, like the actual ceremony itself was really filled. It was really moving and emotional and like it was really great. Wish my lip color had been different. Wish I had been standing in a different position. Wish I didn't <laughs> have my veil in the same way I did. <laughs> Wish my hair had been in front of my shoulders, etc. Perfect. Except for that, the emotion <laughs> of it was good, except that I was sad. It looked like tears of joy, though. But um, he's someone that I've been friends with since I was 13. And I wish I'd had him near with me. Like he I mean, he was it was great that Daniel had him as support, but he should have split himself in two.
4: (laughs) Yeah, no, it's true. See, I was lucky because we got married in like. It was, like, 1130, but we didn't have, like, our party dinner celebration until that evening. Mm-hmm. So Alan and I had, like, five hours just to hang out after we got married alone.
1: That's nice. And we, we were left rushed for a while. everything, exactly. all the photos, all yeah. of this, all that. Like, there was so much rushing, and mm-hmm. I just think we should have been shielded from some of the rushing. Totally. I don't know what happened. I think that the venue was putting pressure on the wedding planner, who then turned around and and kind of passed that along to us.
0: That was the mistake. That's exactly. her job. She She's the have, sponge. Exactly. She's got to absorb that stuff. That's exactly. her job. And then she can delicately knock on your door, not pound on the door and tell you that she needs your entree order. <laughs> that right. Makes, that it's would make insane. me
1: crazy. <laughs> that was, that the part where I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I also think, you know, the, did you have bridesmaids? No, no, you didn't. I didn't. I didn't do that. Mm-mm. What I was going to say is I'm realizing now that perhaps the reason you have that is because to stick your mom and your sister in those roles, they have their own shit they have to do that day. Like Mother yes. of the Bride is a, is a whole thing. And I mean my sister, my sister was there for me, but I think at that point I was so far gone that it just like couldn't reach me anymore. I, I hate to admit it, but my parents being late like really fucked me up. Yeah,
4: that's my big – like of all the things that happened to you, that would be for me the hardest one. So that, but it's interesting. Even makes me a teeny bit emotional. It's interesting
1: because they weren't, they weren't late for the wedding. Still, they were late in a way that makes it so that I can't tell if oh yeah, that totally makes sense. No wonder you are upset, and that's fucked up of them. Well, that sounds right to me. But or the alternative, which is like, just get over it. They were there.
2: Well, here, can I offer a different angle? Yes. When I heard the story the first time, the part that pissed me off was that it, it's not like they hit traffic. They made a conscious decision to leave Orange County. I mean, yeah, maybe your mom was lagging and your dad was trying to get her out the door or whatever. But it's like it wasn't it, – it seems to be the fault was with them and it wasn't something that couldn't be controlled. Exactly. Right. So that, that feels insulting because it feels like they made a decision that whatever they were doing was more important than the most important weekend of your life.
1: Yeah, there was a refusal to regard this as the most important weekend of my life. That... And they
2: should have. And I think that's probably your beef.
1: A ref- yeah. It, well, that is. That's ex- yeah. Oh, Gary. Oh, yeah. That's reasonable. <laughs> a re- I, th- a and refusal I want you to know like, that's, very,
2: that's very reasonable for you to be upset about something like that.
1: It was like everyone's going to – not everyone. It's not fair. A few people. It's like they're going to do it on their time if it fits into their schedule. And I think the fact, like, I could feel that this, like, reluctance to, you know, like, like even that day, it's like, my mom would look over at me and she'd be like, "Oh, you look so beautiful," <laughs> like, "Oh, you look so beautiful." I'm like, "You can say it a little louder, please." <laughs> like, don't don't hide, don't keep that one so under your breath. Get like, out the
3: podcast how, voice <laughs> news, mom. How often does she tell you that?
1: I mean, when we were at the fittings. Um, there were some times that she would look at me in the dress, and she actually seemed moved. And she was like, "You look so pretty." And that felt that really moved me because I don't. She's she doesn't. She's not a super emotional person. Yeah, she's very kind of soft spoken, shut down, for lack of a better. I I don't know. Like I I don't want to speak for her. I don't want to diagnose her. I don't want to say really what it is, but. Um, you know, my dad is like he can be a dick. Like I've got I've got problems with him, but he's also funny on Twitter and he can be warm and compassionate and emotional and all of that stuff. And My mom, it she's just not as um, free with expressions of emotion and affection. I guess that's what I would say. So, yeah, um, you know what I should do? I should sue their ass. Or I should just start a business. I should start a wedding planning business. And in the excitement of starting my business... If the excitement of starting your business, getting your first customer, and finally quitting your job hasn't moved you to action yet, here's another great reason to get started. It is National Start Your Business Month, and LegalZoom wants to help you start your own corporation or LLC or file your DBA so you can get up and running quickly and easily. This month only, take advantage of their National Start Your Business Month special and get a free three-month trial of the all-new QuickBooks, making it so much easier to run your business. That's $119 value free when you enter Allison in the referral box at checkout. That's LegalZoom.com, promo code Allison. LegalZoom provides self-help services and can connect you with the right attorney, but they're not a law firm. LegalZoom, promo code Allison. Okay. Um, Yeah, and then I had this this sort of anger that kind of spilled over at, like, my sister and and my dad. Not really, but a little bit like – because I guess what (sighs) – the thing is, it's not like my mom was at one thirty, like, looking at her watch. Oh, I guess I should start getting ready. Like, apparently, she barely slept the night before, and she was up super early. And I don't know what made it so she couldn't just get the things in the bags and pack the bags and then go. But somehow, she just, like, just—I mean, the fact—I can be indecisive, and I get that from her. It's much more pronounced in her. Um, I think she—for whatever—I don't know what kind of meltdown she was having. I don't know what was going on. But something was taking fucking forever, And the, I, it's like she needed someone to be like, snap out of it. And I, I, I could have done that because I understand that meltdown. I understand that thing of like, I have to be somewhere, but first I have to, and I'm not saying this is what she did, but I have to be somewhere, but first I have to try on every outfit in my closet and I look fat in all of them and oh no, and I'm going to be late. And the person, the fact that someone's telling me I'm going to be late is not helping. Like that's many years of my life have been spent doing that whole thing. However, I also get the idea that, like, on this day, it is not about you. So you just have to get there or else your daughter's going to be crushed. And I don't know. I wish someone could have, like, gotten through to her or I don't even know if anyone said that to her. I don't know. But I also think that on your wedding day, unfortunately, even though the whole thing is supposed to be here you are as an adult, you know, going off and forming your new family emotionally like you're really raw and vulnerable and i just found myself really kind of emotionally dependent or vulnerable for lack of a better word so these things that maybe i could have put them into perspective in normal life felt much bigger and more awful that day sure definitely yeah they did but
4: so, i still think that the being late thing is cruel that thank is, you is, i still uh, i i i would you know I I say, like, my dad said that one thing to me, but he was really great and supportive the rest of the wedding. So it's like, I just can't imagine. I would feel really sad if that happened to me.
1: Okay. Yeah. It was weirdly humiliating. Yeah. And it's like, you fuckers. I, at one point, I was going to have the 70-person wedding and, I mean, I talked about my experience of that in here and how I was just like, I, that is, I can't do it. It's too much. Um, and financially we, we couldn't do it. So, you know, let's just scale back all the way. Let's elope. And then no, let's just, just invite family, you know? And it's like, if I had had the big wedding, then I would have a buffer against all these things. And I, now I wish I had done that, you know, like yeah. I talked to my sister and, and with her wedding, she kind of, put it together in a way where my parents couldn't have had that much of an effect on her. I mean, I think parents can always have an effect on you, but she kind of minimized it. And I just, I'm just, I was, I didn't like that. She, she's much more cynical than I am. I'm the kind of person who I repeatedly, repeatedly try to get people to understand me and understand where I'm coming from. And it's like, even though, you know, this, even though here's Eight examples of where this didn't go my way. And my sister would be like, why are you even trying to talk to them about this? Like, you know how this is going to go. Hasn't it always been this way your whole life? But I just still – there's something still kind of naive and trusting about me. I'm like, no, this time it will be different. So I do think that this was a hard, uncomfortable lesson but probably a valuable one in the long run, which I think I sort of see everything a little more clearly now. Um, and at my next wedding, I won't make this mistake. <laughs> <sighs>
3: the uh, the summer reception at Mark Garagos' house will totally make up for it.
4: I think it Those will. Those are the memories you're going to cherish. I'm going right. to freak
3: dance you so hard on the money dance. It's going to be wild. Oh, I don't know I don't know. That's awful. <laughs>
1: what happened? <laughs> I was
4: excited <laughs> by that. I, was I
3: proposing to
2: assault somebody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Me? Yeah. I need that Jeez. kind of assaulting attention. Um. That came out really wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I know. This it absolutely. Pet- did. I know. I know. Please don't pay attention to that. Um, I know. This this makes me need, or makes us need that party even more. Oh, the one other thing I realized because I spent the whole rehearsal dinner unable to enjoy that. Now, granted, my parents had already been late, so I was already doing that kind of tailspin. But I also kept looking at, like, this. T- oh, are they getting along? Are they getting along? Are they? <laughs> and I just. I realized that a person like me should elope. I really should have put more thought into that. I didn't realize. I'm, I'm just so aware of other people and um, aware of their experience and feeling like if it's my thing, like I want to take care of them and I want to make sure. And by the way, I'm not making myself. I'm not saying that. I am some great person because the truth is when someone's trying to micromanage your experience, that's fucking annoying. So I realized that that no one appreciates (laughs) that I feel this way. However, I am just sort of cursed with being that person who's very aware of like this, you know, just my attention was so spread out that I couldn't have a good time. And I think if I had wanted it to be about what I wanted it to be about, which is Daniel and me then eloping would have made the most sense because there wouldn't have been all this other stuff to pay attention to.
3: I feel that if you would have done that, though, in the back of your head, you'd be going crazy, but in a different way. Like, oh, what if my family yes, my family should have been there? I think
1: so. I think that I I needed to have this experience to know that I didn't need to have this experience. <laughs> yeah. No, I couldn't have known. I mean, I was focused on all the wrong things ahead of time. Mm-hmm. But I think this idea that somehow I could talk myself – somehow with the right preparation, I can like, get into the right – place for this to all fall into place um, was wrong. Also, I remember – so my parents used to have these like Dr. Spock child-rearing, child psychology books in the house, and it would be like, at age two, they're this way. At age four, they're this way. And I don't know what it was exactly, but it was some phase where they were talking about little – like kids who have to say goodnight to all their stuffed animals in a certain order, and if you interrupt them, they have to start over again. I don't know what phase that is, but – OCD. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but it's but it's a phase that kids go through and then people get stuck in it like me. Um, and I feel like sometimes emotionally I am like that, especially on a day where I'm extra raw like a wedding in that, you know, like we're cutting the cake, but my head is still like, but wait, why did I feel weird at 1230 today? Like I just I just was so hung up on the stuff that had happened early on that I couldn't get into the right place later. But I also think. Yeah, I just think as much as I'm trying not to admit it, my parents being late really made me feel sad and kind of abandoned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that happened. Anyway. All right. I think we have an iTunes comment.
3: <laughs> up. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars.
2: This week's iTunes Comment of the Week comes from Steven in Brooklyn, and it is titled... Huh. I cropped out the title.
1: Oh. Hold on a second.
2: <laughs> I oh. might be able to find it. Well oh, I got it. My bad. It's, uh...
0: Oh. There's no title.
1: Oh. Did I crop it out? No. Okay.
0: Did this person send a no-subject email? Because I'm just, pissed. <laughs> no, it's, it's just five stars, and it says who it's by, and there's just no title.
1: Can you do that on iTunes? He just did. Okay, jeez, wow, sorry, that's
2: that's that was first. Sorry, guys. All right, uh, Stephen in Brooklyn, dear Allison, I've just listened to your conversation with your husband. It was just so beautiful, deep, and touching. It made me cry, but perhaps most of all, it was surprising. Surprising? You're obviously smart, perceptive, and funny, but I didn't realize how deeply sweet and sentimental you are. And Daniel, just wow, such a perceptive, perceptive, smart, expressive guy. I don't know what your wedding was like, but I'm sure you are perfect for each other. I don't know, I don't so, know you, but I'm <laughs> so happy for you. Mozeltov. And finally, thank you for giving hope, romantic hope to quirky, smart, flawed people. Steven.
1: Thank you so much. Um, I've gotten so much really nice feedback about the Daniel episodes, <coughs> which is really heartening. Because I know that he was very nervous to come on the show, to come on both shows. Um, but I, uh, I love how much people loved that. And I listened back to it a bit, and it it's weird. It, it allowed me to hear him in an objective sense again and kind of remember all the initial things that I fell in love with him for that are no longer there. Just <laughs> <laughs> no, So that was neat. Um, you know what? It almost makes me want to buy him flowers. And if I were almost, but if I were going to, I would go to uh, thebooks.com. Let's face it, sending online flowers sucks. You've been burned before 1999 somehow turns into 74.50. What shows up isn't what you ordered, it's mostly dead, and then you get spammed nonstop. That's why the geniuses at thebooks.com launched a whole new way to send flowers. That's T H E B O U Q S dot com. T H E B O U Q S dot com. Books because they took bouquets and simplified them. And also took some letters out of it. TheBooks.com sends flowers straight from sustainable farms located on an active volcano in South America. Truly. And they charge a flat rate of just $40 with free delivery. So your loved one gets beautiful flowers and you save cash. For a limited times, TheBooks.com is offering 20% off with promo code Allison. So go to TheBooks.com. That's T-H-E-B-O-U-Q-S.com. Click on the shop button at the top of the page and send that special someone a book. I just like saying it. Don't forget, order today with promo code Allison to get 20% off flowers from a volcano. Okay, Matt, you have some exciting personal news, do you not? Yeah,
0: definitely. Um, well, no longer roommates with Gary. That's not. Sad. That's the sad part. Sad. That's sad. That's sad. He's happy about it.
1: <laughs> what, what was the noise you made? I don't know. Oh, he sounded like, ow. Oh. <laughs> well, no, listen.
0: Gary, Gary and I lived with, uh, with my buddy from college and his brother, Randy, who we've... Heard many stories about. Yes. What up, Randy? What up, Randy? Uh, but the <laughs> idea was always the house that we lived in was, was a real estate investment. And my buddy gave us like 60 days notice saying that he's going to put the house on the market. So all four of us have to move on with our lives.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that you have to get out too, Gary. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it wasn't just yeah. like it's see you guys later. Movie.
0: Yeah. It was just sort of – you know, and we were aware – this was all, always going to be part of the living arrangement. Right. Um, so I did a bit of soul searching and decided uh, to get a new place with my girlfriend. So we uh, found an incredible two-bedroom, two-bath guest house about five minutes from the studio. It's incredible. i um, exhausted because I've been moving for seemingly the last three weeks, um, even though it was really mostly just this past weekend, but everything's still in boxes, and uh, it's it's really exciting, though. I'm, I'm definitely.
1: Have you ever lived with a, a relationship before? No. Very
0: exciting. Never have. Now, so how... every night is quiche night. That's right. <laughs> Congratulations. Every night now. Do you guys um,
1: eat exclusively off Color Me Mine pottery? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I did. I I do now. Every time I have a salad, it is always out of my owl bowl for sure. Um, <laughs> don't don't hang your head like that, Chris. You're just jealous. I've, you could call it a. I guess you can't call it a
3: bowel, but. Spelled spelling, I don't know. It just feels like a missed opportunity to call it an owl bowl.
0: Oh yeah, but I guess puts that an owl and in bowl. Bowel. Yeah, but yeah, you can, can yeah. that means something else. Right. Anyway, that's that's the exciting news.
1: How long have you guys Not been Chris together? A joke.
0: Um, just uh-huh. over a year, year and a half or so.
1: So, how long had you been talking about moving in together? Um, came up
0: sort of just in the la- kind of just in the last couple months. I mean, you know, I had always had this thought in the back of my mind that when it was time to move out. Some big changes were gonna have to be made, but um at the same time it I'm very much. Just, I live in the moment. That's always what I am. So it wasn't something that I really wanted to <laughs> – what is Gary laughing about over there?
1: It, just, it sounds it, like something a surfer would say. I yeah. know in it is, big. but Or I mean, like a rollerblader. Yeah. Sure. All
0: right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right. I live in the moment.
1: I mean that's good. I, I envy mean, It's, it's the truth though. I yes, mean I, I
0: understand good. that it's a cliche, but it's a cliche by which I've led a happy life. So it's, it was something in the back of my mind, but I didn't really feel like I had to – Let's really talk about this. You live in
1: the moment because you only have the moment. That's right. right. We only have right now.
0: Uh, but now. yeah, as soon as as soon as we got Uh-oh. the sixty day notice, like now it is officially going to happen. That was sort of when the dialogue kind of. I felt like I had to talk about it with her.
1: Mm-hmm. Who uh, wanted to do it more?
0: Um, <laughs> I, I don't even know how to answer that question to be honest. I don't know why I asked Cause, it. Cause you want Matt me to did? take a stab at it or. <laughs>
1: if you think no, it would no, be... I was, I was fucking Okay. No. I, have, I, have,
2: <laughs> I have no idea. I was just messing around.
1: Okay, so here's what I want to ask. You guys have two bathrooms. Yeah, we do. And I want to know how that works because Daniel and I have two bathrooms. We have what we refer to as the guest bathroom and then we have a bigger bathroom uh, that is off of our bedroom. And he... So the guest bathroom has all his... All his magazines, except that when I walk in there, I'm like Vanity Fair, EW, Hollywood Reporter. I would like to read these sometime. Um, so it's actually a bunch of good magazines that I never read because I never go into that bathroom. So he, like, he's kind of taken over that bathroom, and it's also where he hangs his like workout clothes and stuff. Um, and. But then he also uses. But then we both use. Like he showers in the bathroom off of the in the main bath, the one that we both share. And he has some of his stuff. But to be fair, there's like nine tenths of the space is occupied by. Well, a little less than that. But my stuff is in. You know, I've taken over that bathroom a lot more. He does have like a corner. No way. (laughs) He used to have one whole, like half of it, and then I just started encroaching over. But my, you know, with the idea that eventually he'll be like. There's no room here, I guess I have to take over the other bathroom
0: yeah i I mean, I guess to answer your question, it's like the opposite for I'm super minimal. I've lived out of a little like travel bathroom bag, seemingly for the last ten years of my life, so I needed a place to build my toothbrush, a place to put my cologne deodorant and hair gel, and that's it, so I've got that in my bathroom. She's got a whole bathroom to herself and That's she needed, what I was gonna ask. So you she guys needed have some your extra own... cabinet space. Like, fine. You can take some of mine. It's fine. I mean it's still quote unquote my bathroom, but
1: So you guys decided this would be mine, this will be yours.
0: Yeah. I mean part of it also has to do with the fact that one bathroom is like a shower stall and the other one is like a full bathtub shower with the shower curtain. Right. So she, you know, she had a shower curtain that she was really excited about that she had just gotten. <laughs> so she really wanted to like design. What's it look like? Um, it's kind of like a uh, – it's, I guess, a little hard to describe, but it's like a stormy ocean and there's like a cool uh, sailing ship and an octopus and a whale. It, again, it's
1: – That's pretty cool. It's really
0: cool. Yeah, it's really sweet. So that was obviously going to go in the guest bathroom where there is a need for a shower curtain. Right. Um, but you know, she obviously can use the master bathroom. That's no problem. Don't mind. I don't, like I said, I I honestly do not need that much space. I moved over my stuff in like two trips. But did two you or guys trips. ever
1: consider sharing a bathroom and having a guest bathroom? Not really.
0: I think the idea was always that they were kind of both gonna just be shared bathrooms, right? You know.
1: How do you guys do it, Jenna? Do you have one bathroom or two? We have two.
4: Are the bathroom that's off the master? I guess master bath. Um, we share pretty much. I don't. We, we we installed a really nice shower head in that bathroom. And so using the other shower is like a nightmare compared to the really nice shower head. So I never want to shower in the guest bathroom. And so I we use we both use the guest bathroom a lot to go to the bathroom, but not uh not right. to like. So you get do ready. it more
1: like uh, you do it more like how we do yeah. it, except that I hardly ever use the guest one. But right. you know, I just realized we do have Daniel's nice rain shower shower head in the shower that's in the master right. bathroom. That's kind of like the other one is kind of like huge, a crappy yeah. shower head and a not good water pressure probably. It's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that makes sense. Yeah. And you have two you be- you your two bedrooms, right? Yep. So you two have bedroom,
0: a- but we I mean, we turned the other bedroom into like an office.
1: Yeah, that's what we did. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And um yeah, there's like a little garden area part of our property. It's like it's, it's like a house. I mean, it's a guest house behind somebody's property but it's all fenced off it's its own unit and you can't i mean until you really go off of our part of the property you wouldn't even know that it was a guest house
1: nice it's so it's are awesome. you how are you liking it so far
0: so far i love it um i mean every everything is still in boxes so it feels a little bit just disjointed but i know that that's totally temporary um and her i should say our now animals cats dog they are not doing quite as good. Just taking, I didn't know
1: you have animals.
0: Uh, I do now because my girlfriend did. Oh, oh, oh I see. Um, and, you know, I I grew up with with animals and stuff, so it's not like I've never lived with them before. And I understand that when you move to a new place that animals don't – they need a little bit more time to adjust. But I'm just – I'm exhausted because they're, they're just running around all night. <laughs> they're yowling and shitting all over the place. Oh, no. Like it's It's crazy. So this whole week – I mean I moved all weekend and since – I mean, they had to come here for work on Sunday, so couldn't even really get started with the unpacking. So I just – I'm playing catch-up. I can't wait for this weekend to just sleep in and finally start to put stuff away because I just – I feel like I've been running on fumes. But it's fine. It's not really like – not like I have a temper tantrum or anything like that. It's just exhaustion. That's all.
1: Yeah. What are you going to do, Gary? Do you know?
2: Yeah, I'm moving to North Hollywood.
1: Have you already found a place?
2: Yeah, I have to move this weekend. So, oh, wow. listening to Matt talk about relaxing is really fucking frustrating.
1: <laughs> <laughs> are you going to live with yourself? By yourself? Uh,
2: no, I'm going to live with one of the other kids who works here.
1: Oh, who? Or do you, are you not saying? Kalen. Oh, that's neat.
0: Yeah. Bean.
1: Maybe there'll be bean crack.
0: Down, <laughs> down. You're going to miss the Matt crack. You know you are we will see it every day here. Well, we'll miss, what is going to do, do miss the the person? yeah.
2: attached to it. I'm Are not, not going to miss the physical like, <laughs> manifestation
1: sitting on all my furniture. Yeah,
3: you will. You'll still you see will. plenty. If I see plenty, <laughs> yeah. you'll see plenty. You will. You still will. I've never lived with yeah, him.
2: Yeah, but it won't sit on my furniture anymore, which will be nice. That's
1: right. There's a phase he has to go through where mm-hmm. he just remembers the negative parts because he misses you. That's right. Mm-hmm. I suppose. Yeah, because mm-hmm.
0: you sound like a fantastic roommate. I am a fantastic roommate. Yes. I've never had any complaints before.
3: Hearing, yeah, hearing, oh, yeah, take oh, let's my call, cabinet uh, space. Can we
2: call Randy? I'll get you some complaints. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's you get
0: Randy on the
1: line. <laughs> I ran into Gary at the grocery store. That's true. Is that and like seeing
0: your teacher at the grocery store? Like, whoa, you have a life outside of this building? It
1: is so weird when that happens. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Was it like, <laughs> I feel like I would be the teacher in the scenario. But I feel like we've also talked a lot. Of, oh, my God. I can't believe it's taking me this long to discuss Earth-shattering news. I can't find yosicles anywhere. I think they discontinued them. It all falls into place. The fact that they were extra too chocolatey and then they were too vanilla-y. There was a, some kind of problem with the supply levels or something. Someone didn't care. They didn't put their heart into their work and now they're gone. <laughs> I, I look and I'm like, firecracker pops or, or Jolly Rancher bean pops. Or there's all these things that are in the rack where they used to be. Can't find them anywhere. Ugh. And they all sound so much worse. They're all fruity and not good yeah, fruit gross. flavors. I don't, if I ugh, so Jolly yeah. rancher. So yeah, it
2: was like bumping into your teacher.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I said to him, I'm happy about your moving. I said, I'm happy for Matt, but I'm sad for the show because I feel like so many good stories came from you guys living together.
0: That's very true. Well, that's part of the reason why I felt like it was important to break the news on the show because – we can not just, like, not talk about it, and right. then suddenly those stories aren't here anymore.
4: Did you guys have, like, a bon voyage, like a night, the last night together?
0: Oh, absolutely. Okay, good. It actually was several nights. Um, <laughs> there, there was a, a very uh, ceremonious final beer pong game. <laughs> we attempted to play... A second final beer pong game a couple days later when it was actually last night. And then we had the horrible moment where we realized I had already moved all the red cups.
1: Oh, no. So we instead we
0: watch. what did we watch? We watched some uh, some movie and played a drinking game to it. No, we watched oh, was The Wire. We watched The Wire. We watched The Wire. We took a <laughs> drink every time there was a racial stereotype. <laughs> and it was really hard to get through the episode. <laughs> there was a lot of stereotyping. Um, but then I'll do my plug early. There will be spoilers.com this week's episode there will be roommates well the we first did half like of
2: it yeah you know, is is missing
0: well listen it was a two my living experience at that house was over the course of three years gary was a part of the final year there so we did half of our podcast while gary decided to take a nap at eight o'clock at night I don't understand that part, but we talked about the first half of our experience in this house, like just telling stories about it. We took a break, and then Gary came in for the last 20 minutes, and we talked about the last year living there.
2: That's, that's really nice revisionist history there. I like that. That's exactly
0: <laughs> how it happened, Gary.
2: Actually, what happened was I woke up in the middle and heard them podcasting from upstairs and came up the stairs and was like, what the fuck? And Matt's like, oh, this is a great time to take a break. We'll be right back.
0: It was <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. great. So anyway, there be You can hear You can hear Gary very upset if you want to hear that.
2: Well his his whole neat, like neatly bow tied, you know, fucking explanation, gentleman's choice as always, of (laughs) of like how this all works is perfect. But it's with the advantage of like five days to think that up. Like in the moment, I was like, what the fuck? And he was like, You're asleep, I don't know. Like So, yes, if you listen to that podcast, I'm a little frustrated, but humorously so.
1: Um I had so on the episode of my show that will air Monday, I had the stars of this movie Camp Dakota on. Uh, Grace Helbig, Mamrie Hart, and Hannah Hart. They're all YouTubers. Um, they're really good. They're really funny. But the movie is about – well, it takes place ultimately at a summer camp. And I asked them if some if there were any summer camp movies ha- that had inspired them. Um, and they did not say what I kind of wondered if they would say, which is heavyweights. Because mm. I feel like they're sort of in the right – like generationally, they're sort of in the right Oh, they are. Group. They're all, yeah, they're all the same it. age as us. I expected – Them to say heavyweights, but they did not. But I just want you to know, I did think of heavyweights. Good, thank you. When I was watching the movie and when I was talking to them. Awesome. Um, You know what else is awesome?
0: What else is awesome, Allison?
1: Not having furry legs or a fuzzy face. That's why you need the no-no. I love the no-no. Don't you wish you could look better? I know I do. I mean... (laughs) I mean, I'm pretty perfect right now, but I'm just saying there's always a little room for improvement. Get rid of unwanted hair faster and safer in the comfort of your own home with No-No Hair Removal. It's easy, works quickly, and effectively. Your No-No Hair device comes with a convenient and very snazzy travel case. You can store it and take it with you wherever you go. Uh, the No-No is a small device. It's about the size of a cell phone, and you just glide it along your skin wherever you want to remove hair. It is Absolutely painless. Uh, They told me it was painless, and I thought, I don't believe you because I'm a wimp. And then I was afraid of it. I really was. But then finally I tried it, uh, and not only is it painless, but I didn't even feel it. It's painless, and you you don't even feel it. Um, And it's actually fun because it's got this little LED readout, and it tells you if you're doing it right or not. No-No is great for everyone, all ages, skin types, hair color. men, Men and women can use it. Your entire purchase is backed by Nono's triple guarantee. If you're not 100% satisfied, they'll refund the purchase price, refund the shipping, and even pay for you to ship it back to them. You don't risk a penny to try Nono today. Call for details. Terms and conditions may apply. You guys should visit my exclusive site to cash in on the exclusive offer, nonobestfriend.com. That's nonobestfriend.com. You order online. You get a free gift card. Don't waste another minute. Get rid of unsightly hair on your face and body today. Visit nonobestfriend.com or call Excuse me, 800-508-4815. 800-508-4815. Okay. We are so um, behind schedule on this, but unlike my wedding, that is okay. <laughs> Let's do Just Me or Everyone.
3: Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone?
1: I have my own just mirror everyone, which is – this happens often when I'm driving to work. I'll be going down the street and there's two lanes and I am behind – I tend to try to be in the left lane because in my head that's always the faster lane. Um, But I'm beginning to realize – or not beginning to realize. I have this realization constantly, which is that kind of only applies to the freeway. It does not apply to city streets because you're in the left lane and then the person in front of you wants to turn left and there's not a left turn lane and then suddenly you're behind that car and you find your this – this is my Just Me or Everyone. I find myself, myself thinking, why did I get in this lane? Why do I keep forgetting? I should not be in this lane. You have to be in the right lane or else you get stuck behind cars. And then you can't like, get out and get over into the right lane, but it's always very harrowing.
0: I should say that when you're driving Hollywood – it's even worse than that because it's really hard to be in the right lane as well because people are trying to turn right on to Hollywood or right on the sunset and there's people on the crosswalk. That's,
1: I'm talking about driving in Hollywood, actually. Maybe you're right. It's, there's I no good lane. Yeah, it just sucks.
0: Yeah, it just sucks. Bad, it doesn't man. matter. Yeah. I mean, the worst.
1: I'm, I'm talking about going on Cahuenga. That's where There I, you go. Yeah. That's
0: exactly the street I was thinking of as well. Yeah. It's much nicer when they actually have an outlet for the left turn because then right. you can go in the left lane. You just know that you have to kind of move out of the way if there's not an outlet for the left right. turn. But that's not just you. Definitely. Everyone. Everyone.
1: But the right lane is still better, right? I feel like you get stuck behind people I think less. So.
2: In an average city, yes, but in Hollywood it's, it's, just,
0: it's just no weird. good it's lane. Just uh, fucking it's just, just a nightmare. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's
2: just bad. There's just no two ways about it.
0: But you're right. The fast lane is that's like freeway. That's what that's supposed to be.
1: Yeah. All right. Megan says, confused when someone refers to winning an award, receiving accolades, et cetera, as humbling. How is that a humbling experience? Oh, yeah. I totally agree with you.
4: It's hum- isn't it supposed to be humbling in that, like, I can't believe you'd give little old me
1: this award. Is that?
2: That's the See, idea. Okay. But but that's, that's not, bullshit.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right. But that's not humbling because it, it's like, what's humbling is not getting the award. Getting the award right. makes you realize how great you are.
0: Um, Part of me, though, thinks that maybe that's derived from once you've received the award, I think it's sort of like a socially inaccept- unacceptable thing to do to then be like, ha, ha, ha
3: got right, it. right.
4: it's
0: it's humbling. You have to be like, oh wow, well, thank you guys ah. for for considering me for this award. <laughs> right.
4: There were so and many others yeah, who deserved it.
0: And I couldn't have done it right. if everyone else hadn't helped me out. Like that I think is what the humbling is. But it's really the term didn't exist. But it's really humble bragging.
1: Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Yes. But, I, but, I, but I agree with you that the experience is one where you are expected to act humble. But I don't think that's what they mean by humbling. I think they actually mean somehow receiving the award is humbling. Like it really makes – I don't know. It's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> James Miner says, I should have a 50-50 chance of getting a USB right on the first try. Right? Never on the first try ever. Seriously. <laughs> yes. I know what he means. Yeah. I always have it the wrong way. Yep. I label mine. Do you really,
3: yeah,
2: they got to redo USB text so it's like the new iPhone cables, yeah, just either way, totally. the fact that the iPhone now f- goes either way is just it's so much better
1: I hadn't even noticed that, yep. uh, but you're oh, told, yeah, but yeah lightning,
2: lightning goes both uh, ways, yeah, that thirty pin one would only go
3: in the one way,
1: Right. Mm-hmm.
2: and it was you and similarly to this, you would seemingly always
3: try the wrong way, but sometimes it's not. Oh yeah, it's not just the cable though, like
0: each device is different too. Yeah. So, but I've had that problem with plugs too, just like a two-prong
1: yes, plug. I it's always the have same
0: that. thing, like one of them is like slightly bent a little bit and you're like, "Oh, that has to be the one on the left," but then 50% of the time it's the one on the right. The hell, people. <laughs> <The hell.
4: laughs>
1: it's really frustrating just yeah. to think about it, isn't it? B Slammon says the watery buildup on sour cream I dump it rather than mix it in. I figure if the sour cream <laughs> expels it, so should I um I think it it's been a long time since I've had a carton of sour cream. I think it depends if I'm near the sink then I yeah, I think my temptation would be to dump it. I mix it really oh, yeah. What does it do? Just make it wetter more yeah, sour I don't know
0: <laughs> I figure it's just part of it. Like if you had a if you had like a salad dressing that's separated, right. you wouldn't take the oil out of it. You'd shake the you'd shake your salad dressing.
1: That's right, you would. Yep. I don't like sour cream hmm. at all. That's
0: a whole other podcast, really. Yeah. you do know not sour
1: cream. Oh, let's talk about the creamy white food items. Mayonnaise? What? I'm okay with mayonnaise, but I, not. So just I like... saved it. It was starting to go disgusting. No, it and went then there. I, I know. I was trying to, to steer out of it. I was trying to Wait, not what? go that direction. I Chris said is, creamy still white food items. <laughs> creamy cream. white food. Whipped cream? Oh, delicious. Great, yeah. Ranch?
4: So, Ranch, great. Sorry, what'd you say about mayonnaise, though? Um, not my favorite. I mean, love it on a
1: sandwich, like a little bit, but not... No, like, yeah. I'm kind of grossed out by mayonnaise. I can, but like macaroni or potato salad, I like. Right. But just a glob of mayonnaise no, that's freaks me gross. out. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Bernays?
1: Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it doesn't come up often, but I would like Bernays. That's totally something that knows what a chiffonaut would say. I am totally <laughs> uh, in.
0: In case it you not? thought Chris was faking it, guys. Do you know the difference between
1: a Bernays and a Hollandaise?
0: No. The spelling. Oh, oh. Yeah.
4: I I was waiting for you guys to elaborate further so I could know what. Uh, oh. I <laughs> uh, know.
1: Now I know. Hollandaise, Bernays. Okay. I think I'm in. one. i There is a difference. It, Hollandaise, Bernays, and mayonnaise. There's a difference between all of them. And I just this it. has to do with the, whether there's a yolk in there or vinegar or something. I don't know. I feel like Gary's looking it up, though. So good. Okay. Jason Walsh says, My eyes water from yawning. And after wiping the tears away, I feel a burning sensation on my eyelids and cheek. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have that. I mm-hmm. suspect you're using some kind of product, maybe sunscreen or something that's getting into your eyes, maybe.
0: Yeah. He could also have toxic like toxic tears. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say like acid blood, toxic tears,
1: <laughs> or that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it sounds like
3: a it sounds like a case of acid Egg- blood to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Have you seen Are the you film an Alien? X-Men? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Bernays is considered to be a child of the mother hollandaise sauce, one of the five sauces in the French cuisine mother sauce repertoire. The difference is only in their flavoring. Bernays uses shallot. I'm sure I'm going to fuck this up. Uh, Chervil, peppercorn, and tarragon, while hollandaise uses lemon juice or white wine. Hmm. Oh, mm. you get all that, Chris? Yeah, got it retained.
1: <laughs> and what is it? Oil and egg yolk.
2: Yeah, it's it says it's uh, clarified butter emulsified in egg yolks, white wine vinegar, and flavored with herbs.
1: There you go. Wow. Tracy says, just mirror everyone. When I see the colors pink and green together, I immediately think of watermelon. No, I do not.
0: I would say that I do. The only other thing I think of is like Saved by the Bell or just like 90s. Pink and green. Neon color. Mm, yeah. Yeah.
4: I guess like candy watermelon is always pink and green. Maybe. I don't know.
0: I think it is. Yeah.
1: Watermelon is one of my least favorite candy flavors.
3: Yeah. The artificial watermelon yeah. flavors. It's not watermelon.
4: I don't really like either real watermelon or candy watermelon. You don't like real watermelon? I- can't really get behind it. I've tried, I've tried. Can't get. Oh. It, it can they have a real meal-y That's texture. That's my problem. If uh, it sure. has to be just perfect,
1: or I don't want anything to do with it.
3: Matt and Matt and I are gonna <laughs> eat watermelon with sour cream later. Yeah, just
0: to balance everything oh, out. Be so good.
1: <laughs> Rules for living says my car remote is embedded in my key. When putting the key in the ignition, I need the remote buttons facing me. I don't have that key situation, but I can totally get behind needing something totally. like that. Totally. Yeah. Do you guys ever find yourself driving and then wonder where your keys are? No. I used to do that a lot. Uh,
4: (laughs) I do that now because of the Prius. Because the keys are not attached. I just just throw them in the cup holder or throw them in the... My bag. So that is, can I you do that the
2: now. The I've definitely been walking around looking for my phone while talking on it. Before, <laughs> totally. <That's, laughs> totally. That would definitely happen.
1: Abigail Crook says, Just me, or everyone. Find it hard to like a person if I don't like their voice. I can get past physical features and clothes, but not the voice.
3: Uh, she hates yes. you, Matt. Yes.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm trying to think about Shut up, I'd, Chris. If I was talking to someone who had one of those baby girl voices, yes. That's the only type of voice I can think of where it would be like that.
0: I was actually trying to think about that. I remember a girl that I knew in college that had a voice like that. And I I don't know, I didn't mind her.
1: Um
4: her. how cute was She's she? She's incredibly attractive. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> what did her dad do to her? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think
3: I, I know anybody whose voice I I dislike. Like I got Yeah. It must
4: yeah.
1: be a girl thing. Maybe. Yeah. Steve W. says, just me or everyone, cannot stand sliced tomato on sandwiches, but like it in every other permutation. Soup, sauce, diced ketchup, salsa. Um, no, I'm okay with I'm okay with sliced tomatoes. Me I know too. a lot
0: of people who don't like sliced tomato. Yeah, I don't like sliced tomato, I but think... I like all those other things. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. I, I, I love it. Me too. A lot of food. Oh ones wait, today. but you don't like ketchup, right? You don't like prepared tomato, or you like you're you're okay with all the other ones?
0: Uh, based on his list, I think you I like salsa, all that you know? other but stuff. But you
1: like fancy
4: ketchup. Right? I do like fancy ketchup. That's right.
0: Yep. Which reminds me. Gary, the place that I moved to, there's a new restaurant with a new homemade ketchup that's gonna blow your effing mind. What's it called? The restaurant? I'm not gonna say because I don't want people to know exactly where I live. But next time you come over, I will, smart, I will show you. you like that?
2: <laughs> do you really think someone's gonna yes. go to some burger bar in Glendale and be like, sit there away from me? It's within five blocks. We're finding him. <laughs> Excuse me. Know, do man. you have a
1: guest house? Excuse me. Do you have a guest house? <laughs> There's a sneeze trapped in my <coughs> nose. Zintradi says, just me everyone, the sound of a bathroom vent fan is extremely annoying to me. Yes, it is like an airplane getting ready to take off.
3: These yeah. ones
2: are, at least. I mean... Matt. Yeah, Adam puts industrial strength yeah. in, the, in the office
3: here.
1: Is that to suck out something, or is that so no one hears what's going on in there, no, or is it's that just Adam? just to Adam? suck
3: out. Yeah. If you don't yeah. want anybody to hear, I would just put, like... There should be a switch that just plays like loud classical music. <laughs> yeah. Or something.
2: Bless you. Well, Thank you.
3: Fly the bumblebee.
2: <laughs> you want to You want to go to the
3: bathroom to the flight of so the annoying. bumblebee? <laughs> Every time <laughs> you walk in and you switch, you switch you switch a switch on. just blares out, out of the door. There would be
4: such a sense of urgency. <laughs> it would
1: be so stressful. Well, poop faster. Poop faster. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awful.
0: I was going to say I, I, I'm sure maybe this is just me. I don't find the vent fan annoying for the very reason that you're talking about. It's second purpose, which is to block the sound of whatever you're doing from the outside world. Yes, as, we we as the outside world appreciate it exactly too. I think.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just occasionally note it. Like all of a sudden, I'll realize it's on and I'll I want to shut it off. I don't not, not like when it's attached
0: to the light. I yes. feel like there should be two switches. I should be allowed yeah. to yes. choose. <laughs> that <laughs>
1: drives me nuts.
0: That's what that's what's frustrating.
1: Yes. Yeah.
4: Yes.
0: I should be yeah, it should
3: be it should be uh it should be fan choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Speaking of bathrooms, at the hotel where I got married, um that was my first time experiencing the heated bathroom floors. You guys, I love that. So I always what? thought, oh, what could be? The, what's the big deal with this? It's so neat. It's amazing. Yeah. So nice. right? I wanted to just camp out on the floor.
2: You basically run plastic tubes underneath, like your tile or whatever. You just run it in, like a zigzag pattern all the way, and then it's connected to like your hot water, and it just pumps hot water through the tube. So oh, like, oh, I didn't that's
1: realize how it does that. It. Yeah. yeah. So
2: like your when you that's go fantastic. on a, like tile with your like bare feet, it's delightful.
1: We
4: I grew up part of my life in korea when i was little little and in korea that's like standard in all houses so doesn't i grew up
1: thinking should, doesn't it seem weird that it's standard there
4: and i just discovered it <laughs> right
1: yeah. but
4: i grew up thinking that's how everything was and we used to fight over because our living room and our kitchen was just like one big room and when we'd watch movies as a family we would fight over who got to lay on the tile because <sighs> it would be warm the whole time it's and it a big thing so the, nice it's a big thing
2: on the east coast here
4: yeah, it seems I, sort of unnecessary out here.
2: It's not nice. wasted no, energy it's either. Is it is absolutely necessary here, I would argue, but oh, I would
4: take it, yeah.
2: It's just too great. No, it's not really wasting energy.
3: Yeah, that's that's great. I dig it.
1: Everyone should have it. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you guys so much hey, for being on. Thank you. Well, for thank you us. for listening. See, I'm having I sneezed twice a couple minutes ago, and I still sound all sneezy.
3: You You look look (laughs) crazy. Yeah, you do.
1: You say you look great.
3: (laughs) I I had to backtrack a little.
1: Hang on one second. Someone talk. I have to go sniffle in the corner. Um, Well, uh, guys. What did I miss? (laughs) We didn't even even talk to Jenna and Chris. Jenna, I know you're recording a special soon. Yes, in less than
4: two weeks in Utah. If you're in Utah, you can come out. The tickets are free. It's at a club in Salt Lake, and we're recording it. And then after that, when it's all done, it will be available to download and buy if you want a hard copy DVD. I don't know if that's your thing. But um, I will let you know. I'm really, really excited about so it. So you're filming it? Yes, filming. That's very it. exciting. How long is it going to be? Uh, between 45 and an hour. Wow, that's amazing. Are you nervous at all? Not really. I'm doing. I'm reviving a lot of my older material that I don't do as much anymore because I want to get that material still out there, but I don't necessarily want to keep performing it now. So yeah. this is sort of that attempt to like get that material out there, but I don't have to do it or you know worry about losing it or i'm excited it's gonna be a lot of fun
1: that is neat yeah um if any Allison Rosen's is your new best friend listeners go please tell us all about it and i would encourage you all to go if you're out there yes. or if you want to go out there thank you thank you're you you're welcome chris what's hey. up with you i feel like i feel like we barely talked you offered what? to aggressively freak me yeah and <laughs>
3: well you know <laughs> this, <laughs> this is the wedding recap and I'm, I'm glad we did it you know um and you, you, and, and you did seem really upset, and you know it's still. You seem really like like those feelings are still really. Um. I'm hoping
1: they'll just kind of subside. Every every day is actually well. It got a little worse, but now it's actually beginning to get better. I think because I wrote about it, and that always helps. And I wrote about it in a funny, pretty. It, it was. It's. It wasn't in a "woe is me" way. It was kind of a comedy article. But there was, you know, genuine emotion in there. But that always sort of helps me process. Yeah, and I, I now I, I that got I've got nothing just... going
3: on, so I was glad that you were able to to recap it like that for us. Thank you. Let's... You know, yeah.
1: You look so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Close your eyes. You look so pretty. Um, thank you so much for uh, for everything. Okay. In case anyone couldn't hear what I was saying, I was. Uh, that was my impre- my impression of. Um, my support system at the wedding. Tell me how I looked. <laughs> you look so pretty. <laughs> All right. If you're gonna buy something on Amazon, like um, what are some things like heated tiles, pipes, chiffonades, um, chervil, a clock, so you know what time you're mayonnaise, a clock. Yeah, <laughs> mayonnaise. Excuse me. Cledex. Allergy medicine. Oh my God! Yeah, Zyrtec. <laughs> Claritin. Anything like that, <laughs> click through the banner on my website, AllisonRosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it does help out the show. It really does. Um, so thank you so much. And we have a ringtone available. I know hey, some people... Hey, hey, go fuck yourself. Need to hear that? <laughs> you can get that by searching Hey, Go Fuck Yourself on your iPhone in the iTunes store. And special bonus episode. If you're a fan and you haven't heard this... Well, you're missing out. We recorded it live at the LA Podcast Festival. Doug Benson, Matt Costa, Gary, Matt, Chris, me, the genesis of the Butter Sandwich debate, along with a lot of other great things that we talk about frequently and other stuff that we talked about. Uh, And it's only $1.99, and it's well worth, put it like in the $3 range. You can get that in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. And, uh... If you want to email us, A R I Y M B F at, at AdamCorolla.com. Leave us an iTunes comment. Click five stars. It's our favorite number. Follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow the show's Twitter feed at A R I Y M B F. Follow Gary at G Patrick Smith for Matt.
0: There will, be there will be roommates.
1: And Chris?
3: Um, Superfan Geo interviewed me on, for his podcast. So I'm on that. So look for that. I, Ooh. Yeah.
0: You've and been on that show a couple times before, right? Yeah.
3: Nice. Yeah, but I'm on it again. Ooh. Where so. should
1: people go for that?
3: Geopod? Superfangeo.com. Yeah. Gary's nodding (laughs) yes.
1: Good. Go there. And Jenna, follow me on Twitter at Jenna Kim Jones. All right. Thank you guys so much. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? Show. Thanks for listening to the show, everyone. Just as a reminder, this episode is brought to you by No-No. To get your No-No and take advantage of the exclusive offer for my listeners, go to Nonobestfriend.com or call 800-508-4815. That's Nonobestfriend.com or call 800-508-4815. Once again, this episode was sponsored by LegalZoom.com. Visit LegalZoom.com to save on your legal needs, like wills for $69, LLCs for $99 plus filing fees, and also get access to a network of legal plan attorneys for guidance. LegalZoom is not a law firm, but provides self-help services at your specific direction. Enter discount code Allison for more savings at LegalZoom. That's discount code Allison.